feels good to embrace what's what's happening now, right? Like you mentioned the 20s, 30s, 40s. Like when I think back to those times, would, would it be fun to go back to the 20s with what I know now? I think it kind of would be in some respects, yeah. but yeah. I'm really happy with where I am today. And I feel like in my 20s, I was not confident. I, you know, yes, maybe I could eat whatever I wanted, but like, I just didn't have the life knowledge that I have today. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis marmette We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome back to the Art of Living Well podcast. Um, Marnie and I are here today to, one, wish Marnie a happy birthday, because the day this episode drops, she has a big milestone birthday. I will let you, Marnie, share that age with everyone. It's not my not my job to do, but it's been fun like the last year, Marnie, with you just talking about all the things that you've been really intentional about how you wanted to celebrate this last year leading up to today. And I'm super excited because my birthday was on Monday, just two days ago. We're both Aries, one of the many things we have in common. And I want to do a lot of what you've done and you can share a little bit maybe with everyone this past year to really celebrate the end of a decade and really be excited about it and coming into your own. And that's what we want to talk to you guys about today and just share, you know, how your life has changed since your 20s and 30s and 40s into 50s. And some of you are in 60s and 70s. And so we'd love to hear from you as well. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Good Health Saunas. I have had my Good Health Sauna for over a year now, and you guys, I love it so much. From the moment of purchase to the delivery and setup, Good Health Sauna staff, they've been absolutely amazing. They've answered all my questions. They did a great job with the setup. And I have started this routine where I'm working out in the morning, I'm taking a sauna, I'm showering, I'm refreshed, and I feel great for the day. And I just feel relaxed during the day. I'm sleeping better at night. And I feel like I'm really adding to my overall health and happiness. And I'm also removing toxins from my body. And I feel amazing. Infrared saunas produce penetrating heat to help you sweat and heal your body from the inside. Sweating on a regular basis in your good health sauna can help you feel rejuvenated. There are so many health benefits of regular infrared sauna use that include detoxification, immune system support, muscle repair, chronic pain relief, relaxation, deeper sleep, and so much more. I've been using my sauna now regularly for the last several weeks and love how relaxed I feel, especially when I do it in the evening as part of my routine. It really helps me unwind from the day and improve my sleep. So why not bring the benefits and convenience of the sauna experience into your home with a commercial grade Good Health Sauna. Good Health Sauna has three stores, one at the Mall of America in Minnesota and two in Wisconsin. 
in Appleton and Waukesha, but they ship anywhere in the U.S. For more information on the various sizes and options and for your special offer for all of our listeners, head on over to their website, www.goodhealthsauna.com and mention the Art of Living Well podcast. So Marnie, why don't you share with everyone? Well, thank you, first of all. So I am 50 today and it's it's really exciting actually. And also happy birthday to you, Stephanie, because your birthday was a couple <laughs> days ago. And I know that 49 is also a big birthday. And I remember distinctly when I turned 49, all I could think about is how do I want to spend this year leading up to 50? So I actually spent a long time thinking about that. And I have had quite a few friends turn 50 before me. And a lot of them took it pretty harshly or they were like feeling kind of bad about turning 50 or not embracing it or not wanting to celebrate it. And I just feel the opposite. Like I'm like, yes, I'm 50 and I'm going to live another 50 years and I feel great and I'm happy. And so like Stephanie said, I thought a lot about how I wanted to spend the year of 50, as I like to call it. And, you know, one of, one of the things I wanted to do was, was have an adventure every month in the year. And so far I've been able to do that and it's been really fun. And I've had some adventures with friends and with family and I'm going to have one coming up with my mom and then with my parents and my brother. So that's been really fun and travel and adventure is something that I love And so just trying to live that out and do that, and it doesn't have to be something extravagant, just just making time for adventure and travel each month in the year of 50 was like the main thing that I wanted to do. And I also have a book that's coming out. My my goal was to have it come out and have my launch party on my birthday today. That did not happen. It's been a really good lesson in patience and giving up control because this is completely (laughs) out of my control and it's been challenging, but I'm really excited for when it does come up. And what about you, Stephanie? How are you feeling about 49? You know, I'm very similar to you, Marnie. I'm looking at this with a really like positive outlook because honestly, I feel better today than I did in my 20s, like in physically and mentally and emotionally. And I've worked through so much of that that I don't want to go back to being 20 or 30. You know, I know some people will be like, oh, when I was younger, I could eat this or do this or my sleep was better and that sort of thing. But I've just had this like continuous improvement mentality. So if something's not feeling right to me or, I, you know, there's an emotional issue, I mean, still working through a lot of things but I've addressed it. Right. And I'm seeking people out. And I think my circle and my network is so much broader and more diverse than it was back then, which really helps. So I'm excited. And I want to do something very similar to what you've done. And I actually was talking to someone recently, a friend of mine who's turning 55 this summer. And she said she made a point her year of 50 of doing something on the day of her birthday. So whatever it was, so like April 19th, but every month, try to do something on that day. And it doesn't, again, it's not something big. It could just be like, having your favorite lunch and going, I don't know, have going in have, to your favorite coffee shop and going on a walk or something little it could be by yourself. It could be with other people. So I was thinking I could incorporate something like that, but also I really want to do this travel. Like I, but we're very similar in this regard, right? I have this total adventure side and travel. And I think that stemmed from when I 
lived in London in my mid twenties. And so I also want to incorporate some of that. And I've been also kind of reflecting on this started last month. You know, if you know people that live in other cities, go visit them. So it doesn't need to be like this, like you said, like an extravagant trip. It could be driving up two hours away from where you live. But if you know someone that lives some, you know, in a nicer climate or what have you, go visit them. And then you're not paying for a hotel and you're not paying for all your meals and things like that. And then you're visiting with a friend that you haven't seen in a while. And I actually have some really good friends that happen to live in like some nice warm climates. And so I'm like, well, that could be part of my travel is connecting with them and also, you know, maybe escaping the Minnesota cold, which would be nice next winter. So I'm starting to think about that too. And really, I also thought about like having a conversation about this with my family and my kids. Because, you know, sometimes they just give us a hard time about getting old and my gray hair, which is showing here because I have a hair color appointment this week. And I, I'm good with it. I'm good with all of the, you know, things. I think it's celebrating life, like you said. And I too have this goal, which I tell my kids all the time of living to a hundred and really living to a hundred, but being like active and, you know, hopefully have a good quality of life at that point. So yeah, I guess I'm embracing it too. Yeah. And it feels good to embrace what's, what's happening now, right? Like you mentioned the twenties, thirties, forties, like when I think back to those times, would would it be fun to go back to the twenties with what I know now? I think it kind of would be in some respects, but I'm really happy with where I am today. And I feel like in my twenties, I was not confident. I, you know, yes, maybe I could eat whatever I wanted, but like, I just didn't have the life knowledge that I have today. And I look at many kids today, including my daughter, Sage, and like, she is so much further along in her journey at 19 than I was at that age. And it just, it blows me away. Like, you know, if I knew then what I know now, I think about that, right? right? And like, you don't have to be in your late forties and early fifties to, you know, step into your own and embrace yourself. And it took me a long time. (laughs) I agree. That's the bottom line. It took me a long time. I'm so impressed with Sage for, you know, it sounds like she's just so comfortable in her own skin, which is not something that you see with teenage girls, especially with social media. And so I almost think I see, you know, like a regression in that area for teenage girls because they're comparing themselves to what they see on social media. And that really squelches their confidence and having a dog, teenage daughter as well. And, you know, go through similar, have similar discussions. And I think that you being in the position you're in and having done you know the work, if you will <laughs> call it, I'm sure you are projecting some of that onto her and she's just picking up on it. Just even living in your household without and observing you without you necessarily like having, you know, conversations on a regular basis about it. So that's amazing because I do think it can really, you know, it impacts your quality of life overall if you're always looking outward. And that's something that we've talked about so much on this podcast. And I honestly have grown tremendously through the amazing guests and the conversations that we've had on this show, you know, tapping and we talk about like tapping into your intuition quite a bit. And kind of blocking out some of that external noise and like, what do you really want to do? And what makes you feel good? And versus saying yes to everything because that's just what you think you should do. You know, if you want to stay at home on a Saturday night because that and watch a movie or just chill out with your family, like do it. Don't feel the pressure to 
say yes. And I just remember when I moved here, we felt that way. We felt like we had to say yes to every social gathering. And sometimes that meant you were exhausted by the end of the weekend and it didn't really lift you up or bring you joy, but you felt this external pressure. And now I can like very easily say no to things, you know, that aren't, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. So that's just one way that I feel like I've grown and matured so much. And then I can wake up the next morning feeling good and not, you know, being exhausted. Well, and even spending time with people you want to spend time with, right? Like that, Hmm. like saying no to things, but even taking it a step further and saying no to people. And like, I, when in my younger years, I felt pressure to do certain things and be at certain things. And I do not feel that pressure anymore. I just don't care. Like, I, I care about my people, obviously, but I don't. I don't care if I should be somewhere. I'm not going to go if it doesn't align with me and what I need or what my family needs. I'm just not like time is too precious. And now a quick shout out to our sponsor, Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. I discovered Organifi about three years ago and fell in love with the gold chocolate blend, which I enjoy in the evenings. I love that it contains ashwagandha, which reduces stress and supports a healthy cortisol level. And it really gives me that fix when I want something chocolatey or sweet in the evening. And it's perfect and nice and calming before bed. And I'm really enjoying the Organifi green juice, which has a ton of superfoods in it. And it's so much easier than juicing. And it's also great if you struggle to get your greens in. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water. It's great on the go and there's no compromise in quality for taste. Organifi takes great pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods too by heading over to Organifi.com slash living well. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash living well and use our code living well for 20% off your entire order. I was just going to say on a very superficial level, I was telling Stephanie this earlier, but I was in a store with a friend trying on clothes over the weekend and me and my friend have very different styles and tastes. And the woman that was helping us, like I, my friend asked me my opinion on something she tried on and I was going to be honest. I said, no, I, I don't like it. It doesn't flatter. Like, no. And the woman who was running the store was helping us was like, you shouldn't be advising her because you guys have very different styles. And she's like, she was basically alluding to the fact that my friend is like the more stylish one, which <laughs> is true. Like I, I dress the way I dress and I, I dress the way I'm comfortable dressing. And, but I was going to be honest with my friend and tell her that what she had tried on, although it may be in style, was not flattering. And right. I just think that, you know, it's just being that frank, authentic self, whether or not it's in fashion, whether or not, you know, it's the hottest thing right now, still have to feel good in it. 
Absolutely. And I think like, if you think back to 20 years ago, you probably would have told your friend, oh yeah, you know, buy it. Cause you just were worried about her opinion or you didn't want to be honest. And I think that just says something to like your community and just surrounding yourself with people that lift you up, but also stretch you outside of your comfort zone. So, you know, if you want to grow and continue to experience new things and progress with, you know, we all have shit we're working on, right? You need to surround yourself with people who are maybe further along in that journey so that you can learn from them as well. And I think that's something that I've just done so much more of. And I have different circles of friends and, you know, people that I met within the last year or two, sometimes I feel like I have more in common now and want to spend my time with more than people I met 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. And that's okay too. You know, you don't feel like you only have to surround yourself with the same people from grade school, high school, college, what have you. And and that's all great, but just continuing to be open-minded about meeting new people and having these experiences, I think is also what project like propels you further on your journey. Absolutely. And especially here in Minneapolis, right? Where people tend to like stay in their clusters of friends. It's like, Uh let's get out. Let's let's meet people. Let's expand our horizons. I always look at it like everybody has something to teach me, right? Like I can learn something from just about anybody. But if if I'm feeling crappy around someone, I'm not going to spend my time with them. Just that's a non-negotiable at this point for me. Agree. And it's funny, we were on the spring break trip a couple of weeks ago with my oldest, who's a senior. And I got to hang out with and meet parents that I had only like casually met, maybe like before a dance for pictures or things like that. And like really enjoyed their company. And it's like bittersweet because the senior year is coming to an end. But I'm like, no, these are relationships that I want to continue to have and build just because our kids aren't going to be in high school anymore doesn't mean that we can't connect, you know? So, um, but it's hard. It's, you know, I talked to I talk about this with my daughter, like being, being a good friend is work. It takes work. You can't just like expect people to come to you, right. And invite you to do things. So I'm, and this has only been the last like few years for me, but I always, I like bringing people together. And I find that like, this never was the case at all, but I have this group of girlfriends and I'm always the one that like plans like, Oh, especially if like John's out of town or, you know, I know I have like a chill night, I'll be like, oh, come over and we'll have wine and some, everyone brings a little snack or whatever. And we just like literally talk for hours and just hang out. And it's become this like, I don't know, this like really enjoyable night. And I'm sort of the one that always ends up hosting people, which I'm really happy with. And it wasn't anything I ever did before. I don't think I was comfortable even growing up ever having people over my house. Like it wasn't a thing. And now it's like a regular thing. You know, maybe it's like once every six to eight weeks, I'm doing it. And it's so much fun. And again, these are people I've really just become close with the last, like, I don't know, four or five years. I love that. And it and it sounds like you're bringing all kinds of different people to, together and connecting people and, you know, developing or creating this sense of community that I'm sure all of these women really appreciate. Yeah, just kind of, it's, it's been fun. That's awesome. And I... I'm going to give you an idea moving forward as Will graduates and you, it is sad when you're used to seeing and being with all these parents and then all of a sudden that just goes away. But one thing that you can host is a package party. And a lot of freshman parents will do this to keep connecting with 
with each other. It's like almost more for the parents than the kids. And it's like, everybody brings a little something for each kid in the group and you throw it all together. Each parent, you know, throws it all together in a box for their kid and ships it off. And it's like from all the moms or all the dads or whatever. And it's really cute and sweet. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be just little dumb things under, you know, $5 and the kids love it because they have no idea it's coming. And it's a great way to connect throughout the year. So Mm -hmm. I I know I like vaguely remember. (laughs) Yes, I will. I will, I will host that. That sounds really, really fun. So I would say like another thing that I've been thinking a lot about as I'm heading into my fifties is really embracing fear and stepping into fear. I think that when I was afraid of things in the past, when I was younger, I would almost like sweep it under the rug or say, I'll do that later. I'll figure it out. And I'm not talking about like zip lining or, I mean, I don't really have a fear of heights, but I'm not talking about adventure things, but like things maybe in, in my work life that scare me or, you know, things that are really just feel outside of my box. And I think that the more I have started to, to just do the things that scare me on a regular basis, less and less things are scaring me. I'm, it's so weird. So can you give us an example? Like I'm dying to know like what specifically. Yes. And a lot of this is actually in my book that's coming out, but like, okay, even we'll just, sneak preview of the book. <laughs> okay. So even just like this, like speaking, you know, on a podcast, like that kind of thing, like really scared me. Like I didn't feel like I could talk, just like talk, like we're talking right now and record it and put it out into the world. And like, now it like, I used to get like, a rash on my neck when I would talk like years ago, like, yeah, I would get so nervous and my heart would race and my, my armpits would sweat. And it was like, totally. (laughs) And now I'm just like, it's like easy. It's not hard Mm -hmm. anymore. I completely agree. I mean, this podcast, like you mentioned, has helped me so much personally. Like I've learned from you, Stephanie, I've learned from our guests I've learned from the research we do, from just talking every week. Like, it's almost like weekly therapy. It is. Honestly, I mean, all of our guests have given us something. Um, It's like, I would love to incorporate more of what we learn. Every week, we're like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. And it's like, I have this like list now of new habits or just experiences that I want to have. Um, We'll we'll, we'll get to them over time. Um, And, you know, something recently that we've talked with of, guests who have not dropped yet. Their episodes have not dropped, but the 29029. And then a recent interview we had with a couple and he's a former Olympian and he's like this endurance, you know, elite endurance athlete and coach. So I've been thinking a lot about those and Marnie and I have talked and we really want to do this 29029 experience. We are doing it. I'm doing it. Thank you. I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm doing it too. So, you know, I, used to run a little bit, but not a lot. I mean, I did a half marathon once and then I literally stopped. And that was when I turned 40, my sister for my 40th birthday gave me a half marathon experience because she's a runner and she's run lots of marathons and she ran in college, what have you. So I decided yesterday, it was Easter Sunday, that I was going to put on these running shoes that I had bought in the fall and I hadn't worn because it was like, it's been crappy weather here. And I put them on and I went to Lake Harriet and I ran for the first time. And I don't think I'd run three miles in like five years or more. 
but I was just, and I kind of accepted the fact that I wasn't a runner anymore. And I was just done with that phase of my life. But these two guests that we've had on recently, something like lit me up. And so I did it and I was like, well, I'll just see how far I can go, you know, and I ran the whole three miles and then I woke up today and it's such a nice day. And I got outside and did another three miles just by my house. Wow. And so I don't know what it is in me, but I I guess it's that like fear. Like I kind of had like thought that that was something I wasn't going to be able to do. And then this last interview we had, Marnie, and we'll share it in a couple months, probably this episode will be on. I was like, you know what? Anyone can do this. I don't have to be some like, you know, endurance athlete to run a race or anything like that. So who knows? Maybe in the year of 50, I'm going to add a 10 mile race or a half marathon. We'll see. But which would be amazing. That that's awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, that interview also inspired me so much. Like I, I've been thinking about it for days and I, one of the things that they said on the interview, just a sneak preview is that an endurance athlete doesn't necessarily mean you're like running, you know, 30 miles a a day or whatever it is. Like you could be running three miles a day, five days a week. And that's building up your endurance as a runner. And like, it could mean different. It does mean different things to different people. And I love that he was very clearly saying like, meet yourself where you are, start wherever you are. Maybe you're running, you know, a half a mile to start. And then the next day, you know, you're doing a half a mile again, but wherever you are, you know, the endurance is more about how often you're doing it as opposed to the length, right? Like, yes. And I, and to building me, up. I was like, yeah. wow, he, that's a good point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we'll, we'll be excited when this episode drops. Maybe it'll inspire you to try something new this summer. So we would love to hear from you. You know, how has your life evolved and changed since your 20s? And maybe just, I don't know, any insight you have or any learnings that you've had that you think would be relevant, drop us a note or, you know, pop over on Instagram and share it with us. Or, you know, we're on YouTube now, so you can pop it in the comments below. And if you're in your 20s or 30s, or 40s. What do you think of this? Like, what do you think of what we're saying? Do you think that you have, you know, that you are stepping into your own in your 20s? We'd love to hear from you on that too and how you did it so young. Absolutely. All right. Well, yeah. Happy birthday, Marnie. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you. And happy, happy birthday week to you and birthday year. And yes. I'm going to hold you to doing something on the 17th of each month because I, I think that's a great, a great plan. Yeah, I think so too. Celebrate you, everyone. If you have a birthday, if you're a fellow Aries, you know, do something this week to celebrate you, whatever it is that brings you joy. Just even just getting outside and taking a walk will bring me joy. So have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook. 
where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.